Hello, and welcome back to Not Just an El Paso Show podcast. We have a guest here with us today, Mr. Christopher Reda. Do you go by Christopher, Chris, K? Well, now that we're friends, Chris. Chris, okay. Uh, Who is a graphic designer, local graphic designer for Penny Farthing, his own graphic design company. And he also is working with a music festival that is happening for the second year um, called Village Vibes. So welcome, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. So tell us a little about Village Vibes and what the fuck is it? Well, (laughs) it's quite a few fucking things. (laughs) So Village Vibes is actually the second year we're having it. This year it takes place on September 30th. Mm -hmm. It's an all-ages event. It goes from 2 p.m. to midnight. We have uh, two stages, 18 lo- bands, local bands. It's headlined by Grammy-nominated artists, the Chamanas. Cool. As well as we've got a selection of food trucks, vendors, a family entertainment area. Uh, so, yeah, tickets right now are pre-sale, 10 bucks. If you can't make it, it's just a $10 donation. Too many times you spend $10 in a week on different stuff. And, yeah, yep. just come out and support. It's so, a great event. So one of the cool things I like about Village Vibes is um, there's actually, like, a community tie-in, right? It's not just a... Uh, music festival for the sake of there being a music uh, festival. So absolutely. what's absolutely. the like about Village Vibes is um, Dear God. actually like a community. <laughs> is that? Oh. <laughs> There's an echo. <laughs> You're good. So, um, yeah, so what, can you tell us about that? What is the uh, what's is that connection to the community? Yeah, so quite quite a strong connection. So it was all, Village Vibes is one of many vehicles that a environmental nonprofit called Keep Vinton Beautiful, which is part of the Village of Vinton, Texas, um, they have many events, Village Vibes being the next big one, but um, among river cleanups, uh, movie nights, and of course we had a golf tournament this past June. But the whole idea is it's all about the why, and the why is we're trying to both raise awareness and resources for Vinton's first community garden and learning center. So the center of town, there's four acres of land that have been donated. It's actually the former homestead of a guy named Dr. Applegate. He was a longtime Vinton resident, about 30 years or so, so he was even a village councilman for a little while there. So he was a... University professor, UTEP for a long time, was responsible for the first Clean Air Act study done along the U.S.-Mexico border. And it's, so his passion for both education and the environment lives on as the, for, in the selection of his former homestead as the future home of Vinton's first community garden and learning center. You sound like his hype man, dude. Like you're like <laughs> running off his stats and stuff. Six foot two, 180 pounds, currently single. He did it all by memory, <laughs> yeah, I, know, too. I was like, shit. So I've been talking about this for two years. It's, <laughs> it's like a speech. I've, I've made this speech on a few occasions. So it gets easier when you say it a couple hundred times. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and so before the show, we were kind of talking about, um, you know, the community garden and stuff and why. You know, you, we live in El Paso, not in a village. So... Food is very accessible to us here. So how important is it for Vinton to have this community garden and why? So Vinton, and like any other community, it's always important to have access to fresh, nutritious produce. I mean, one of the things that Vinton lacks, despite the fact that they're in a robust agricultural community, is access to exactly that, fresh, nutritious, locally sourced produce. And that translates into oftentimes less than ideal choices at the markets that are there um, that do have more minimal selections and certainly a very minimal selection, if at all, um, when it comes to produce. So this is Vinton's effort towards trying to address their own challenge in their immediate community. But uh, Keep Vinton Beautiful is a nonprofit that participates in both programs and activities that not just occur in Vinton, but Anthony, Westway, and Conatheo. And it's important that the whole of our valley, it's something that they could all benefit from is it's not just Vinton's problem. They've all got a similar problem. And this is something that I think could be the first of many steps towards improving the next generation's chances both inside and outside of the classroom, I guess, because the other angle of this is it's it's a learning center, and that's about teaching 
children not just how they could address their own needs when it comes to growing their own produce, but there's a, there's a fantastic knowledge base that's existed there for centuries in Vinton. It's been a long-standing rural community, and there's a lot of things that local farmers could both teach, but also the ability to have a community garden, it allows for additional economic opportunity for those farmers anyway, where they have an opportunity to both engage with the broader Paso del Norte community as well as their immediate community. And so the people that are planting this stuff, they're like people in their community, right? It's not like they haven't hired farmers to come in so, and do this? Or? So, so the reason we've got Village Vibes and, the, and the, the many other events I spoke to earlier is right now we're, we're raising resources to both revitalize the four acres of land that have been donated because it's actually a former orchard. So the land itself is quite, it's quite fantastic. It just needs a bit of love. But the reason we are really working hard to raise as many resources as we can is there's actually a historical adobe home on the center of the property. So ideally, we would like to be able to raise enough that we can bring it back to its historical uh, originality, but more important, so that it can qualify for, as a, for historical status within the state of Texas. Very cool. That's pretty cool. That did, is cool. Um, did any of, of us all here, anybody go last year? I did go last year. You were there last year? Yeah, dog. What? Yeah, I was there. I was in the front row She's at every front stage. Row cheering you on. Did I, I was, see you dude, there? I was oh, actually God. VIP yeah. last year. Yeah, I forgot about that. I yeah. was actually <laughs> VIP last year. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Uh, Jim Ward played last year. Um, There's so, so many local uh, bands. So we had quite a few local bands, yeah. and you know, um, I played last year. Which band were you <laughs> in? The Polaroids. the Polaroids. Hey, the Polaroids. Yeah, I played last year. It was cool. I know you're. I know you're. Josh, you're Josh. Josh, are you? Companion of Josh, Josh. of the Garcia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Um, just, it's a small yeah. city, you know. Yeah. It's one of those. Yeah. It's a, you know, He's everyone a knows everybody. Josh. Yeah, cool. But no, we do appreciate you coming out. And like I said, one of the things we are trying to improve both the awareness, but also um, the attendance the day of. One of the things that we had there were some rain situations, a few other events going on, and so one of the things we're trying to address this year is definitely working harder to promote the event. So from about starting this week up until the day of the event on September 30th, a lot of our promotional activities start to kick out. So um, we have four print dates in the What's Up magazine throughout cool. the whole month of September, as well as a few email blasts quite the going through the What's Up magazine, El Paso Inc. folks, and their 10,000 subscribers. Whoa. We've even got a few 15-second spots secured on the KLQ Morning Show. Oh, cool. So, you, you know, and then, of course, yeah. we were actually at the Conantio Independent School District teacher convocation, which is like their big teacher meeting before the mm -hmm. beginning of the year, and they had over a thousand teachers there of the variety of schools that are in that uh, school district, and yeah, we were able to say a few things about what we're about and the why, and trying to engage them, because especially, you know, though most of those teachers don't always live in the immediate area, their mm -hmm. students certainly do, so this was all about making them aware. Is of the it going to be in the same park, the same yes. area? Yes. So that's a really, really pretty park. It that's is. the one thing I liked about it the most is it had like a really beautiful little atmosphere. It's kind of, it's small and like intimate. And then they have that little small, that little amphitheater that's out there, which was really cool. I remember uh, last year, probably my favorite show. Oh, Elias Barza from The Voice was out there the, performing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That wasn't my favorite thing. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, but uh, she did last year, yeah. Um, uh, El Paso's golden child, Elia Esparza. No, Khalid is the, the golden child. Um, no, God. The, um, Kiki Mora put on a great show last year, and they did it in that amphitheater, that little spot right there. It was really nice. It was cool. And I remember it didn't rain last year. I think it was fine. The weather was okay. It turned out to be good. It's really pretty. So if anybody's never really been out to Vinton before, you've never gone check that far out. out, I think you should yeah, check it out. So, and, and I, I want to address big is Vinton? that. So Vinton itself, it's 1,892 8, 8, 8, people. So. What? Really? So it's a small community, um, but it is surrounded but up against the Canetillo, Anthony, and West. West, West yeah. is just the other side of the freeway. So 
Vinton proper is small, but it's right next door to the rest of the... So I always tell folks, folks are always asking me, like, Vinton, it's so far. And I always ask them, have you been to Wet n' Wild? Yeah, it's they always not say really. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you've been to Wet n' Wild, you've already driven past Vinton. It's Just in to that, give you an idea. Yeah, yeah it's I got in that, that I got weird... a ticket there. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's in that sort of, like... Shout out that, to the sheriffs. <laughs> that gray <laughs> area of, like, far west El Paso going through Las Cruz. I mean, going through Ganutillo up into the Vinton area and Anthony. So a real serious question. One of our most dedicated listeners... Chewy. Uh, his name Chewy. is Chewy. He fashions himself... Our favorite listener. The mayor of Vinton. He fashions himself the emperor of Anthony. Oh, that's right. Uh, Never mind. So in a, in, a, in a schoolyard fight, do you think Vinton could take out Anthony? Because I really want to back Vinton. <laughs> so... I want to see Anthony go down. He just hates Chewy. <laughs> so, I mean, w- there are fine folks in Anthony. So, <laughs> and yeah, I don't, I don't see why any, any reason why sides. either, either, either town. We've got lots to, grow, lots to learn from each other, lots to yeah. help each other out. <laughs> Good answer, pacifist. How much? So, I, I don't think we got a number. How much exactly is Vinton looking to raise with their efforts throughout so, the community? In order to, well, the idea is here. Like as, as I mentioned, uh, trying to bring any building back to historical status, especially with the amount of work and effort it takes to preserve the originality of a space. It is cost intensive, and that's one of the things that if we want to do it that way, it certainly will require a bit more. It's about a $600,000 investment. Okay. So and that's if we were to bring it up to historical... Uh, um, like, you brought it back to old times, right? Exactly. And then, then there's also a process just getting it... Um, addressed or rather getting it designated as a historical uh, spot within the state of Texas. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, if we were to remove that space and build a newer space, we could probably do it for less. But the idea was, is this could be a piece of the community that's going to be around for a long time. And like any garden, if you take care of it, it's, it's, it'll happen, you know, it grows each year. And especially there's there's seasonality to produce. So Mm -hmm. it's not just like it's a summer or spring thing. It's something that continuously can be cranking out all sorts of great stuff and, like I said, it's a it was a former orchard, so it sits on a small little hill in the center of town. And like I said, it, with all this effort and time, there's no reason why I have to do it right. Totally, I don't think people realize either. At least like for myself, I didn't realize actually where my food came from until probably about six months ago. And I was like, oh shit, like all of this comes from the ground or all this comes from somewhere. And so it's so, you don't think about it because it's always just at Walmart or it's at Albertsons and stuff yeah. like that. You don't think about, you know, when people don't have access to that. And it's crazy that it's literally right in your, in our backyard that that's happening. Um, so I think the cause is really good. If people want to help out, can they give monetary donations? Can they give their time? How do people get oh, involved here? Yeah. So we have quite a few um, touch points out there. So of course, if you want to learn more and, and especially to buy tickets, you can go, you can go to villagevibesmusicfestival.com. But also every day we're always updating on our social media. So there, we're Village Vibes Music Festival is on Facebook. It's on Instagram as well as uh, Twitter. Um, so yeah, follow us on, on either of those platforms or all of them, preferably. And you can always learn more about us. We've got posts every day asking for volunteers who want to help out and try and be a part of this cause. And of course... It, it, it does take uh, the support of a, a, a wide variety of folks to help us achieve the overall goal of starting this garden. So, yes, you can certainly donate monetarily or with your time. And, and please, yes, yeah, spread the word and tell anybody else out there who might be interested and can certainly identify with the cause. It would be fantastic. Cool. Awesome. And so if people want to reach you about your designs, your graphic art, yeah. so, where can they find you? So... Yeah, who are you? Who am I? Who's I, feel like the we man? Just, I feel like we've just been having this <laughs> this voice, but we don't know him. Who are you? So, as you mentioned, I'm Christopher Retha, and the whole reason I'm involved with Village Vibes at all is I was actually initially hired as the graphic designer. And of course, as both the 
the idea and the scope behind this whole project grew. Um, Vinton needed someone to kind of help run point, and so my role as a designer expanded into a coordinating role, so I handled quite a few things. Certainly not alone. It, it, going back to the pun, again, it does take a village to put on Village 5, so I've got a lot of great folks who are working hard, doing all sorts of things, and we're as far as we are, and we hope to be even further the day of the festival, and it's going to be a result of the efforts on many parts. But... um. But yeah, so graphic designer, um, my business is called Penny Farthing Design. I'm a sole proprietor, so certainly with the exception of larger projects that require the extra expertise of a few other folks, it's basically me from start to finish on most projects. Had this business for about a year and a half, um, freelancing under my own personal name for about seven and a half years before then. So yeah, Penny Farthing is my nuanced way of kind of working in my last name, Reda, wheel into the my whole emblem and... Your aesthetic. And aesthetic, exactly aesthetic. Right. And you designed the uh, the poster, right? The really... That's yeah. one thing I've always liked about, same from last year, the Village Vibes poster. I think it's really neat. It's really cool. The guitar design with the, uh, the like, desert elements in the bottom. That's a design of yours, right? Yeah, so... It's I, really nice. So it came out quite I'm flattered, flattered you guys dig it. You know, it's, it's cool. always nice yeah. to say. Um, one of the nicest, like, band festival, or festival, rather, I should say, posters I've seen. And there it is on the screen, yeah. Yeah, it is so really It's nice. awesome. It's a great design. Well, the idea is also, you know, I mean, you want to do something that stands out and draws people's attention and one yeah. way of doing that is affecting their perception through some quality graphical materials and not just graphical materials but websites our social media presence it's you know it it, it all goes towards shaping the image and how people perceive us and perceive our cause and, and and our seriousness behind that cause and a lot of what we're trying to achieve and what i work hard and trying to provide on my own efforts when it comes to village vibes is a nice cohesive aesthetic that can help reinforce and drive home the the support we hope for and the perception we hope to to put out there when it comes to ourselves and the why behind we're doing this and yeah so you can reach me on instagram penny farthing design uh there's also penny farthing design.com it's going to be redesigned soon i'm actually adding a shop function so there'll be quite a few stuff that cool did you do those new trost house shirts did you do that? No, no? the Trost oh, House okay. not or my. I do. I do a lot of work for the Trost Society. So not Trost House. I meant Trost Society. Yeah, did you do like, the Trost Society? So <laughs> there's Fuck. there's a few shirts out there that one of them's mine. It's the Bassett Tower drawing. That's one yeah. of my drawings. Okay, cool. Yeah. But also, if you guys are ever downtown, um, it, I worked on a exhibition with a colleague of mine, Marcos Fernandez, with Zephyrworks Photography. Yeah. Well, actually, um, what, what? his um, photography just made the front of the City Magazine. Oh, yeah, a lot yeah. of really cool photography he does. Yeah, cool. no, he's, yeah, he's a great photographer. Mm-hmm. And that was a big deal. Um, he knew he was going to be in the issue because it was their art issue, and he was flattered they asked him to submit some work. And the day of the unveiling, unbeknownst to him and us all, he was the cover, so he was pretty excited. That's so, awesome. I heard he cried. Yeah, I mean, Did he? He, yeah. yeah, it was cool too. Is he'd been kind of experimenting some new things, and you know, photography's pretty. It's been pretty competitive lately. Yeah, like, there's a lot of a lot of great folks out there doing a lot of great work, and you know, he's been at it for a long time and is really passionate about mm-hmm. what he does and. Yeah, it was pretty cool to see a friend of mine and awesome. you know a colleague in the industry do you know have a piece of work on such a uh, prominent public uh, publication locally. Cool. Yeah, super cool. So shout out to Marcos. Yeah. He's always a friend. Um, and so thank you, Chris, for being here and talking to us about your graphic design, Penny Farthing, and Village Vibes. We super appreciate it. No, um, make sure that you are at Village Vibes, September 30th, 2017. September 30th. Uh, tickets are 10 bucks. You can get them online. You can go to Chris's house to buy them, I'm sure. <laughs> Don't come to Chris's house. We'll <laughs> be putting out his address <laughs> at any time. At I, know, I know JP mentioned the sheriff. Midnight, in the yeah. morning. Mention them again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, we'll we'll see you there. The Chamanas are, per, are performing, and check them out on Instagram Absolutely. for any updates. Absolutely, Chamanas just released a new album too. So they did. 
And I saw that they were in a Rolling Stone Mexico doing like an interview. Yeah, these guys are these guys are really putting themselves out there. So it's fantastic to see another great group, you know, really seeing some success. Yeah. So we will see you there because we'll probably be there. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. It's a nice, I it's hope a nice, so. it's a nice time talking about area. the least y'all could yeah, do. It's pretty <laughs> <out there. laughs> can, I, can, yeah. I, can I get drunk at this festival? You can. Oh, so what's great about that, too, is I do want to mention <laughs> we do have beer, but one of the things we are trying to do to kind of as a departure from most other festivals is BYOB. Not BYOB, oh. <laughs> um, but our beer prices are very reasonable. Um, that's same, actually true. I, was, that was on purpose, and it's just because you know we we're, we're it's a small community. We're not trying to gouge you know, price gouge your usual festival prices where it's your ten dollar beer and your <laughs> eight dollar yeah. vodka. And it's cool. I remember uh, one cool thing when we played last year, and we've played other festivals and done other things that are that were like you know had been doing it for more years in Village Vibes. This was the only festival that I had ever played at where we they had a little, they had an area in the back room. Like oh, yeah, for, for all the artists. Full of pizza. For artists. Food, popcorn. Yeah, yeah for, for us, artists, yeah. for free. I remember that. And that, that's a and great booze. thing. I <laughs> and believe, booze. I believe no, booze. trust me, the, we, yeah. we saw plenty of artists taking advantage of the free booze. <laughs> yeah. so we're going to, there's still free booze, but I think I'm some guilty as charged for that, too. <laughs> right. Dude, but I, I mean, fucking... like, but that, you know, I've, I've, I've bitched on record before about the way festivals will treat local bands and stuff like that. Yeah, I know and you almost got this podcast off the air for I'm that. Actually, I'm actually yeah. great you just mentioned that because one of the things that we were trying to, and we are doing again this year as well, is it's, we do understand that there's a lot of artists that get, especially local artists that get underappreciated when they do play at, at different events. And one of the things we didn't want Village Vibes to be associated with, regardless of how you felt about us and our cause, but the very yeah. least those who are kind enough to support us and, and, and perform at our, our event is making sure we treat them right. Um, be as hospitable as we can, and that's an important aspect that we make yeah, sure man. to take care of, and we will certainly do another job of this year, and that's, that's an important part. We, it's, yeah. it's a, we do appreciate their time and their efforts and their talents and their, and their efforts helping us put ourselves out there a bit more as well. Yeah, it's really it's really cool. I, I like it, it's a, it's it's a simple gesture, you know. But it was a really awesome thing to be able to like, wow, they have a little space for us performers, people that are participating to air go conditioned, and have yeah, some food. I mean, so yeah, I mean, if you know, if, if you care at all about any of that kind of stuff, and you have a heart and a soul, they treat their bands and their performers well, cool. and that's a really cool thing to to see in a festival, local festival, because believe me, it's not that common. Yeah. It takes a village, guys. Yeah, and it's really great. So I think it's an awesome cause, a really cool festival. So and it's beautiful out there. We do have also, I, I forgot to mention, um, a good uh, our production uh, manager, so to speak, our production guy. Uh, we, got a great, we got a great guy on our team named Christian Yanez. Oh, I think yes. we know him. Yes. <laughs> I think he's been <laughs> on your show we know before. Him. <laughs> 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 the mysterious <laughs> man named Christian Yanez. He was, no. he was our, our uh, production manager for Rios Radio. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So... Glad we're all familiar. But yeah, he's a great guy. He's been part of his team for the second year now, and he's the one behind both curating the lineup but also making sure that the artists have everything they need. Um, there's a few artists this year donating their time altogether, but what we've done to kind of bridge that gap is providing equipment so they don't have to bring their own stuff out cool. there and just really trying to... And on that note, too, like they also have... You guys also feature visual artists and stuff, too. I remember there were artists having vendors. With booths and vendors mm-hmm. and stuff. So there's yeah. a lot more going on than just music. Like don't It's a family. Yeah. There's a lot of families out there, too. There's a lot of families it's very and much stuff. A there family were kids vibe. and there were adults and there were music. There was music. There was vendors, Babies. artists. Yeah, so food. we're also that's one thing we're still trying to find some folks out for this year, especially is if there's some visual artists or folks who have something that they feel they could help us out with when it comes to just improving the variety of experiences that we can have at this festival. Um, we're certainly open to any suggestion. That's one thing yeah. that there's been, you know, we're, we, we have a small art budget that provides some materials. Um, we're just trying to figure out <clears throat> both what to do and 
what sorts of ways we could engage our, our crowd further and just improve the overall experience, especially for the kids. Because this is a family event, and as much as it's music and it's booze and it's food, it's a small community, and we want to make sure that there's lots for everyone to do, and it's a beautiful park, and we want to find every which way to maximize the experience for everybody. Cool. So yeah, yeah. so it's a really cool deal. It's Definitely. Fun. I enjoyed it. So once again, Village Vibe, September 30th, 2017, uh, in the Village of Vinton. You can find them on Instagram, Facebook, and their tickets are 10 bucks. Twitter. Twit- no, I don't think people do Twitter anymore. You're the only one. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I just tweet. We push all of our stuff to Twitter from Twitter Facebook is, and Instagram. Twitter is lame. Like, unless you're complaining about a customer service thing, and then they'll <laughs> respond to you. But anyways, so thank you, Mr. Christopher Retha, for hanging out with us today. Um, and we will see you out September 30th. Yeah, Vinton. I won't yeah. see you until then. I'm going to wait until yeah, September 30th to see you. And if you guys are watching right now, stay tuned. Yes, stay tuned. the rest of our podcast. Yes, on Facebook Live. On Facebook Live, and we'll be talking about... A lot of things. A lot of things. Well, I mean, the, the, the movie based. <laughs> oh, the movie, yeah. The Invitation. Well, yeah, we did see that. that. One of the oh, I can't wait to talk about the movie. Okay, yeah. yeah. Right? Okay. Amongst okay. other things. So, so we'll uh, be back. I never